Yo, 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 what up, y'all? Abstract yo. Square Podcast. What up, speak? Yo, <laughs> I can't stand this guy, son. Yo, every episode, we got problems, man. What's the problem? Yo, it's you, son. I just be chilling, man. Like, yo. Leave me alone. No, man. One episode he handsome, next episode he think he the special guest. <laughs> he's a feminist. Yeah, he's a feminist. Yo, special guest. Yo, early we getting you the fuck up out of here, son. Nah, man. But yo, yo episode nineteen. Yeah, we here. Yo, we got a special guest. We sure you do. might actually fucking substitute this dude Thomas out. Oh my god, Jesse. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> How you gonna swap me out? Yo, because Jesse hairline look better than yours right now. So. <laughs> he got the, the Bernard Hopkins haircut. <laughs> the Bernard Hopkins. <laughs> he got the beehive. Like the beehive was always gonna look good. You don't let the razors go near it. That's what that is. Bro. Exactly. Can't even touch it. Oh, man. Yo, um, we got my guy Jesse in here. Not the same Jesse that was on another episode. This is another Jesse. I've actually known this Jesse much longer. Jesse and I, um, we worked together. That's how we began our, French, our friendship. You know, it's one of those friendships that you start um, at work, and it just it goes beyond that. Down in um, ATL. Yeah, yeah, down yeah. in Atlanta. Yeah. Well, you want to tell us a little bit about what you do, Jess, real quick? I'm just living, man. I hear that. I'm just living. Okay. That's black, good. Black man in Manhattan. Let's keep it low. I like yes. that. Yes. Hey, we got a lot, a lot of, of stories that come from yeah. that. Yeah. A lot? A lot. I hear Jess that. Jess is a good dude, man. Look at his shirt, yo. He got a <laughs> Mandarin denim shirt. Mandarin collar denim shirt, yo, man. I, I took Chest it to the out. I designed Tailored. it. I designed just... it. <laughs> Tailored. This was long sleeve when I bought it. Are you serious? Yeah, I had to. <laughs> you sewed it yourself, I son? I cut the collar off, cut the sleeves. Yeah. See, that's how I know you living mm-hmm. good, yo. Cut the hair. Cut the hair. <laughs> <laughs> but don't line me up. Man, we got, what are we talking about today? We got a lot to talk about. Yeah, man. We we, we talking about what's what's been pre- prevalent in the news lately, yeah. which is this, this Colin Kaepernick stuff. Yeah. You know, Nike Nike held it down with the ad. I would love to hear how y'all feel about it, just mm. off top. Mm. Um, I'm skeptical. Why? Because you can't sell a movement. You can't sell justice. You can't sell something that's uh, really near and dear to people's heart and turn it into fashion, right? Like, understanding what Nike is, which is a business. Right. From day one. I understand they put, you know, a lot of weight behind athletes and standing for a cause, but let's not forget. That's that's kind of where I'm coming from. So I get it. That's cool. Shout out to Cap, but I'm also gotten the I give the side eye to Nike. All right. I have a question for everyone in the room, but I want everyone to answer the question first. The original. How, what are your thoughts on it? I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. I mean, this is your responsibility as a publicly traded company to make sure that your profits are in order first. Um, and, and if you can support somebody while you're doing that, I'm, I'm all go with it. Okay. Jess? I think um, Brian makes a good point, but I think the best thing is that it's keeping the conversation alive mm. and it's igniting the conversation, which is something that is very valuable in terms of making sure that America knows that we're not just going to chill right, and exactly. let this go away. It's going to continually be a dialogue. Always. Right. And a yeah. big dialogue when you got a brand like Nike mm-hmm. dialoguing. Because <laughs> yeah. right. I think the NFL wants to stop showing the the like the like national anthem being played. I they they want to just cut it yeah. out because yeah. they want this to go away. Right. It's not Nike's going to making it easy for them. No. Yeah, Nike. I mean, Nike did it at a, at a really strategic time. 
You know, they wait till they waited till they re-signed the contract for ten years before they they put out that ad, which is their responsibility. <laughs> they got they got uh, shareholders to make sure they can keep wealthy. That's a fact. They you know? what the, the NFL contract? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, they, they, wow. They did the the, the jersey contract that goes over to Brian's for another point, ten years. Man, that goes to Brian. But is point. Mikey really struggling, my G? Like, come on. It's not man. about struggling. It's about falling off. You can't fall off. Are they ever really gonna fall off? You can't fall on. off with a major contract like that, like the NFL. I don't. I disagree. I know there's other sports out there. I know there's other opportunities, and but yeah, the NFL is one. You got to maintain. NFL is already losing business anyway. That's my. At the end of the day, they got to keep a number up. Yeah, they can't afford true. to take L's. They got to play the game dirty till they filthy. Mm. All right. So let me ask y'all this question: For a company of Nike's size, how do they approach social issues without this sort of backlash? In terms of people saying, oh, you're only doing it to make a dollar. Like, Jesse, how do you do it? So Jesse's point, the backlash is good. They shouldn't avoid the backlash. It's a conversation. If you're not making a few people uncomfortable, then you're not having a conversation. Agreed. In Nike's defense, you can't please everybody. And you right. say that all the time, mm. right? Facts. You That's can't please everybody. Point. And I feel like, all right, burn up your little 32, you know, dollar Nikes or whatever it is. Right. Like, Monarch. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to that. But like. You can't please everyone, right? And right. At the end of the day, if you're burning something, they, they already got your money, right? Like, right. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do about now, it? Now, do you feel like the folks that are burning apparel and shoes... Wait, wait, wait. You didn't answer your own question. Don't try to, like... Nah, yeah. How you feel about like it? Ricky Lake of the shit. <laughs> yeah, run, <laughs> run that back. <laughs> Yo, I think it's dope. Okay. I think, I think it's dope that Nike's doing this. Um, they, they have a... I think it's, like, time. You know, I feel like there's been multiple opportunities where you could have seen Nike step up and and do something of this nature and you haven't. You know, I think it's uh it's overdue. I think it's dope. I'm a, I'm going to read one quote from Wikipedia about Nike and like the campaign and its original kind of like foundation. It started in 1988. It was meant to, you know, appeal to women and men of all ages, um also to wear sneakers outside of athleticism, right? That was part of the point. But one of the quotes I see here is Nike's fundamental objective was to represent sneakers as a fashion statement to consumers, especially females, teens, ages 18 to 40. Okay. There's a big variable here, which is fashion and the movement and how we see being, quote unquote, woke and being aware and being outspoken as something that's, you know, I would say emerged in the past five to seven years i think partly nike's jumping on that bandwagon right they feel comfortable enough now to say okay we're gonna stand up because a lot of companies kind of in this size of nike stay safe right they play the middle ground right they they don't really teeter this hard into taking right. a stance and so that's my objective to today like nike's out here also playing the fashion role it's cool to be woke right it's lucrative to be woke you see how many tweets yeah. how many reposts how many ig stories you see oh i wear my nikes um, now let me ask you this question are they are they are they trying to be woke or are they hiring the people that are actually woke or does it matter right like you, are they do, they're probably doing another one yeah <laughs> they're probably well they're hiring Kaepernick at this point right and that kind of right. right that's fair but to, to also be fair They've been sitting on him for a long time, not right. doing anything. Mm-hmm. Right. But they've, so, been, they've been paying him. They've been paying him. And waiting for that contract. Yo, now, is I, that I a form of slavery? 
All right, now you're pushing it. Nah, modern day slavery is that a form of modern day slavery? If that if if you can say that slavery by definition, then everyone in this room that has a job is a slave. Yeah, I'm not denying that. We're, a couple episodes ago, you told me this is not slavery because you have a choice as to whether or not you want to go to work. Wait, <laughs> did I say that? You did. Yeah, you did. I, we have a choice. Yeah, and after this is done, AKA I can go Kanye. Back and plug it right in. So <laughs> nah. Yo, you got me sound like Kanye right now, <laughs> Yo, son. How, Swag? <laughs> <laughs> Fam. Nah, but I mean, it's you know, it's questionable. I'm asking a question. Don't don't try to refute this shit with something I said a couple episodes back. Answer the fucking question. You said it. <laughs> Yo, whose voice was that? Me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is it a form of slavery? I'm curious because you're you're. You you contract someone and you hold on to them for years and you pay them and you use them at when it's uh to your benefit. I mean he's free at the end of the day, right? Like he can do as he pleases to a certain extent. It'd be good to see that legal document. What's the what's the contractual obligations? Right. Mm. It's, it probably is a big contract which to I'm stay conf- woke on it. Which I'm confused <laughs> on because a couple of months ago there was an article about Adidas saying if Kaepernick were to sign with an NFL team, they would sign him. So I'm curious to know at what point did Nike step into this mm. uh, this arena and say, hey, we want to sign you. And I'm curious to know on, on what terms, right? Like, he's not an athlete at this current time. So on what terms are they signing him? That's not fair. He is an athlete. At this current time, he is not playing a sport. You, so are you an athlete? No. Um, but he's an he's an athlete as far as being an influencer as an athlete, right? How many fucking jersey sales you think Kaepernick's had a since lot. he took a knee? A lot. He's an athlete. They got to pay him back for that. Yeah. But they're not paying him back for that. Not fully, no. But indirectly, he's, yeah. He's no longer an athlete. He he is an athlete. He's an athlete in, in terms of like what Nike can support as an athlete because they can make money off of him as an athlete. His likeness is athletic. Right. His legacy is athletic. Right. But to your point, maybe slavery is not the best word, but like exploitation. That's a better. Yeah. Being, I can, I can they're exploiting that. a little bit. Hey, I like they're that. Taking I can take that. I can take that. Yeah, you know, I think exploitation wait, is a better but let me word. Let me ask you that question, though, Jesse. Is exploitation, by definition, taking advantage of the moment? I think. I think to a certain degree it is. I think you know they looked up. It was almost like they may have looked in the closet. and was like, hey, you know, we got Kaepernick in here. We're not using him. Right. And it's like, you know what? Maybe now is the moment to exploit. And I think maybe exploitation shouldn't always have a negative connotation. Right, that's what I, that's where I was going with it. Maybe it shouldn't always be negative. Right. Um, you're, you not, know? you're not useful unless you're being used. Yeah. Is, is that point of view. You know, they decided, right. you know what, let's exploit that the, the atmosphere right now. Right. Right now where it's very, like, racially charged. There's still this conversation around taking the knee. I, I mean, like the idea of taking advantage of the situation more than exploiting the situation. Yeah. So but what, these aren't, sorry, Brian, to cut you off, but these aren't, this isn't the first time Nike's actually done something like this. They ain't do this for Mahmoud Abdul-Aruf. Nah. Mm. No. So I think those are different times, but they have done things with LeBron. On his last sneaker, he had the equality LeBrons that came out. It said, like, equality and some other shit on the That's others. not LeBron taking a stance, though. That yeah. is LeBron taking a stance. LeBron And so I, I think I think there's another piece that, you know, to the, to the layer of um, Colin Kaepernick, this lawsuit, that he's filing against the NFL mm. for colluding to keep him out on off of any team, right? right. Like the backing of Nike and going through that, that they, says something. They right? basically paid for his lawyer fees. I mean, mm-hmm. 
and they're benefiting L. off of that, right? But I think that's that's another piece. Is, is that take away your thoughts of slavery, or sorry, exploitation, or you know, whatever? Mm, that's a tough one. Cause that's that, a tough one. That matters, right? Like that. That's a piece of of information that I I don't think a lot of people get. You know, they just see the ad, they see what he's done, but this lawsuit, and we obviously know what the NFL yeah. has been doing. You know, I, I think for me, what what matters most is not what happens today, what but what happens a year from now. Yeah, right. I'm interested to know how y'all feel about this. If Nike was a black brand, and they were mm. taking advantage of the situation, it wouldn't be exploitation. It would be mm. um, just. Taking That's advantage a good of what's point, going on. man. That's a good point. I don't want to call them out for being foul if they're not really foul. That's a good point. And I think that's that's what I was essentially alluding to when I asked if um, the people at Nike were woke, right? Like, what if they truly are hiring people that get it? They could be. I mean, Nike just no, went through can't. this Me Too sweep, right? They just cleaned everybody out. And so I think Nike's, you know, taking the right steps. But I'm still, you know, skeptical, right? We know who's in the, in the top offices. and. Yeah. And those people are probably older, and those shareholders are probably, you know, the people that don't accept change very well. So we're going to see. But I want to ask you about Adidas and, and where you see they, uh, their stance and everything. Has Adidas actually stepped out and done anything like this? Chad, I know you mentioned that they said if he signed in the NFL, right. then they would support it, right? But why not just support it like Nike did off the rip? Is Adidas still being scared, or you think they're just a different type of company? They're not the leader. When I'm the leader, I can take chances. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't um. I don't. I don't think they have the right supporting cast to jump into something mm. like this. And they're German. This yeah, is, they don't really give a fuck. That's a whole other level. Of fuck. I mean, nothing against you know German. I'm just saying the aesthetic of the brand is starting in global, the, international. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, this this could also very well be the brain child of of, of a media agency. Mm. They may have come to Nike and pitched them, and they said, "Let's do it." To be Facts. fair, wow, so dope. And the funny so dope. thing is that we saw this go in the com- in a complete different direction with the Madden game, where they <laughs> took steps to remove his name from a lyric. Uh, yeah. yeah, they didn't want to be associated with him at all. So to go this far, even no matter what your intentions are, it speaks volumes. Because Madden, it was it was his name mentioned in a lyric versus them plastering his face over a global campaign. It says it says a lot. This is a, I mean, it's the start of a lot of things, right? Like you talk about XFL and starting your own league and and going off to outspurts of, of an antithesis of of the NFL and what it stands for. Like I think this is a start of a lot of things that could happen in in pop culture. So, I don't know. I, I'm happy that someone decided to take a stance. We've been asking for this yeah. all of this time for us to shit on it and say that this is trash by a brand that we all love and enjoy. Right. It's trash. Because, like, we just got to respect the fact they stepped up. Whether, you know, they have to be responsible and make money first, right? That's just what you do as you're publicly traded. But we got to be happy to the fact that they did it, period. Yeah, because at the end of the day, we can't worry about the intentions. Mm-hmm. No. It's, it, it's, it's, not, it's not up for us to... No matter what we say or do, whatever their intentions were, it's an opportunity for uh, uh African-American man to make some money and get his message out that he's been trying to get out for the last two, three years. But I also say, again, the intention has to be to make money. It, otherwise, the company doesn't exist. So th- there, there's nothing wrong with that being the intention. Mm-mm. 
And I think that's some good that can come out of them making some money because it shows the power of the black dollar. Right. Mm. These cats that are burning their shoes in the farmlands. Nobody cares. You're not driving Yo, this company. Yeah. Have you cares. seen this, this dude? This is a global brand. If, yeah. if we take you out of the mix, Nobody everybody cares. else throughout the world going to still be rocking this brand. And, and you're going to look gonna silly be, in your under armor when you go play ball. <laughs> so this will be a wake up You already do. Right. <laughs> have you seen the dude? Did you see the dude that burned the Nikes on his feet? <laughs> Wow. Yo, so he there's three pictures. One, he got the lighter. Two, he lights his feet up. Three, he's in the hospital with third degree burns (laughs) on his toes and feet. And so I I think that, (laughs) I mean, you ride or die, but it it gets down to a point of bringing out the people who are hiding behind this this veil of patriotism, right? This veil of, um, you know, the veterans and, and, you know, disrespecting the flag. People aren't really talking about that right now. Like, I, I don't get why people aren't calling out that fuckery, right? Because we've had vets that have said, yo, it's okay. It's cool. You know, like, we, we endorse that. But there's still this this segment of people who think it's, it's disrespect. Do y'all think they're justified? I, I think Adidas should try to do a collaboration with Donald Trump. <laughs> and, and don't forget Kanye. Don't forget Kanye. Trash. You think Adidas is going to respond? You think they're coming back with something? I think they should chill. I think they can't afford it. It's going to look cheap. I think they can afford to. I mean, they have to. Is it, they're going to do something? They yo. got They got They're going to go like. They're going to go brand for brand with yeah, Nike. Yeah, it looks yo. copycat. Yeah. Like, they so need missed Adidas, your opportunity. Adidas need to go get my guy Jeffrey Owen. Yeah, <laughs> yo, that'd sign, be crazy. Sign him, <laughs> yo. If they found him packing tissue paper inside Adidas boxes, that'd be crazy. Hey, yo, go get Jeffrey Owen. <laughs> get this man a commercial, a deal, and say some fly shit like, "Go get your money." Something. I don't give a fuck. That's so fucking trash. But is <laughs> I don't give a fuck. But something like, come on. There are so many social issues out there today that. You could literally touch on right now. Yeah, but to the point that you're making about Nike not being authentic about it, which I think they, I don't care if they are or not, I don't got time for people to just blatantly be inauthentic for the idea of making a dollar. Like, no, but I do think that, um, I do think that companies should be um, close, like aligned closely with social issues. I feel like that is their due, their, their due diligence to find an issue and align closely with it. It's been the opposite for a long time, right? Like, they've been, I mean, outside of companies like Whole Foods or, you know, places who are very, you know, kind of strict with what, saving the earth, being healthy, yada, right. yada, yada. Nah. I'm, I'm, my company just got rid of Papa John's. Like, it's not like it doesn't happen. <laughs> you just keep it low. Yeah. They just don't make it a big thing because you don't want to be judged on it and, and start a whole, you know, mm-hmm. hoopla about it. But it happens every day. Nike just decided to make it a, to take a stance and let it be public. Yeah, you're getting you know, dropped if you say something crazy. It's just, it's just a fact. So right. you know, actually, one of our people's, the other Jesse, was um, going on about how it was easy. How you for, gonna call that man the other Jesse? Because we got the real Jesse right <laughs> the here. Real Jesse. <laughs> the real Jesse. Nah, let me stop. Let me stop. Shout out to Jesse Mills, <laughs> yeah. aka Jesse Bills Brands. But um, he made a point of saying that Kaepernick was able to take this risk. Right? He was able to, um not work in the NFL because he's, you know, built up foundation of money and, and, and saved a little bit. So not everybody can get to a point of 
taking the risk to, Wait, to stand on their own. Wait, did we just confirm that Nike allowed him to take that risk? Wasn't Nike paying him the whole time? Well, now we know that, right? But still, there's still a, a element of, was it the whole time? It, it could have been maybe after, you know, they realized what he was doing with his foundation. We don't know the exact facts of that, but the argument says that, you know, Cap didn't really take all that much of a risk, right? Because he had money. It was cool. But for other players and other people who knelt and probably made $200,000 a year and that shit dried up real quick, it's not as easy to do that. But it's the beauty in it, though, right? Because that's all we ever want for our children yeah. to a certain extent is to make sure that we can provide them the, the ability to take those risks. Nike allowed for someone that had a passion to take advantage of that passion and, and, and take that risk. Like I think that's as beautiful as it gets. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, he took a risk, but he could have lost his endorsement. And let's yeah, let's applaud right. Nike for not doing that, right? Because they could have been like, "Nah, we this too much controversy. We're not rocking with you." Shout no out to Tiger Woods. Yeah, facts. <laughs> Chatty, yo, I got a question. I got a question for Chad. So we know that you are a sneaker kind of sore, right? Like you retired. Nah, <clears throat> whatever. You retired. Fine, whatever. <laughs> whatever it is. Say this was the opposite, where Nike aligns with the NFL. They support Trump. <laughs> <laughs> we are Kelly in the, right like at that Nike point. Nike R Kelly's it Canceled. right knowing what you have you know in terms of your collection and your love for specifically Nike shoes right what the fuck do you do now mm. <laughs> it's easy I stop shopping what do you stop wearing what are you doing what do you mean you stop shopping you stop shopping do you stop I do stop you, buying Nike do you stop wearing Nike yeah do you sell them off. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. No StockX, nothing? Nah. I don't sell. I, it's just so, it's just something I've never done was to sell mm-hmm. my... You don't burn them? Nah, you man. You don't need them no I more? I think that shit is ignorant. What, burning... Burning things to, like... To prove a, a point. Yeah, burning things to prove a point. So that shit sounds dumb the, as what fuck. If you, what if you're not proving the point? The point is, they've disrespected All right. your culture. So, I have, what, eight, almost... 900 followers on Instagram. I I burned something for 900 people. I'm not saying you need to burn it online. I'm just saying that you're no longer going to be a consumer. You're no longer going to wear this stuff. What are you going to do with it? Keep it in your shed? Yeah. Just like for people, what? people hold on to vinyl. Look at that shit now. But this shit ain't classic no more. This shit is disrespectful. That shit is not. It's not classic today. It's like spitting in your face. Every time you look at a shoe, it's like spitting in your motherfucking face. Come on, son. We back wearing Tommy, ain't we? Nah. I'm personally not, but I think as a culture, we back wearing Tommy. Yeah, that's right. true. I mean, I don't know about that. The hype piece are. Let's talk and, about that. And to that point, I forgot. Complex is. Yeah. I forgot about the history with that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Things passed. Tommy things, never wanted us in that. Today, never. Things, <laughs> <laughs> things passed, man. And so there, there are a, a ton, tons of brands that have done some fuck You're shit. You're right. You were just talking about Starbucks when we were walking through the mall. That's a time. fact. You back in there at the reserve. No, but I've always backed Starbucks. <laughs> you can go back to episode one and two. I've always backed Starbucks. <laughs> yo, yeah. I did. Yo, yo Jesse, you said I got $2 left of this thing on my account. I'm not leaving Starbucks. Yeah. I spent that $2. <laughs> yeah, because. He's still here. I'm still with it, too. Now I got $9 on my Starbucks app. But. <laughs> yo, get the fuck out of here. Wow. Nah, yeah. but it's you. You have to understand there are differences, right? Like for okay, like not to go too deep, but with Starbucks, that was a local fuck up. That wasn't a company wide fuck up. I can agree with that. You know what I'm saying? So I'll, the same for for Nike. Is it a is it a, a a targeted fuck up? And is it something that we they can grow from? It's almost like someone making a mistake and never forgiving them for it. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like. 
companies fuck up too. And it's it's about how big is the fuck up. Are we drinking Pepsi right now? Are we shopping at H&M? Are we fucking buying Lincolns? We definitely not shopping at H&M, no. It's still quiet for H&M. It's super quiet. Mm, today. It's to, today. Two years, maybe not. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, same with Lincoln. You know, they didn't they fucking put out the Martin Luther King speech to sell a, uh, a Lincoln town car or some <laughs> shit? Fucking trash. <laughs> Super Bowl, right? Like, Yeah, that shit was wild. Now that's exploitation. Mm. That is that is the, the, the true meaning of exploitation. I'm right with there. brands aligning with the culture. Even if they're not part of the culture, is it, it's part of the game. We, we talked about this a couple of episodes ago. So exploitation or dense people not understanding and the important people not being in the fucking room. Right. The important people mm-hmm. not being in the room to make sure that it that it's it translates. Not checked, right? Oh yeah, because we've yeah. seen that go real, real bad with the Kardashians and the Biggie T-shirts and Pepsi. You know, yeah. it could go south fast. I think it's I, I think it's it's mind boggling how when you're trying to to market to a specific demographic that you're not including them. I think it's the obvious, right? No, but you gotta understand that like our culture has transcended our people so they feel so welcome that they don't need to like bring that, us in the room. I think that's crazy because I would never venture into somebody's hood without going with someone from the hood. But that's because mm. you're from that environment but if, if I'm sitting next to an office and I like Cardi B and you like Cardi B and we're from different walks of life you just think Cardi B is yours. You don't know she's from. And like, that's where they got shit fucked that's where up. That's it's fucked up. Mm. Act exactly like somebody ain't walking down Flatbush about to order doubles from a West I Indian will, restaurant. Yo, and that's today. That, you know right what I'm saying? Now. Like, right now. Yo, I'll never forget. We were, in, it was all of us. We were all in Brooklyn. We were right in front of Moe's. Or it wasn't Moe's. It was just, just the, the restaurant, the, the Mexican restaurant down the street from Moe's. I forgot the name of it. This homeless dude walks up to us and he goes, Yo, you know where y'all at? You remember that? He goes, Yo, you in Brooklyn. I don't want y'all to ever forget that. He was like, 10 years ago, we will fucking rob you right here. But that's a fact. It's a fact. And it walked off. We're talking Fort oh, Green. Oh, Habana, Habana Outpost. Or something. Yeah. yeah. We're talking Fort Green. We're talking a real 50 cent. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. like that area, and, and it's, it's not that anymore. Right. And I feel like. They need to understand that. No, they're never going to understand that. I mean, it's because think, they have way too much access to our culture. But then if if they don't have access to our culture, then our culture doesn't grow. So, like, which one do you want? Wow. Yeah, that's true. That's a good... Yeah, you got to monetize it, right? Yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. Which one do you want? I fight with this shit in my head every day. <laughs> I don't know. I really nah, don't you see know. the silence yeah. in me, yeah. right? No, nah. because nah, that's a valid question. It's like, which one do I want? Do I want to give y'all access? Yeah. Or do I want to keep it, you know, confined to, to just us? You know, but, we think it's, as a culture, we think it's corny when people like something, like when people jump on a bandwagon or something, right? Yeah, it's our culture. But that's whack, right? Because, like, what if no one jumped on a bandwagon of Kendrick Lamar? Mm. Like, he would be nobody and that'd be a real big shot to our culture. We're not even at his concerts anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not a big thing for us. But, like, we we have to j- jump on bandwagons and accept it. I think it's it's also, I mean, when it's kept as a bandwagon within our community, I think it's okay. But when it gets out there and you start seeing it in the commercials and you start seeing it on Channel 5, you know, at night, news reports, when you start seeing it show up in Fortnite and video games, you know, like, 
that's when I think it becomes a problem. No, nah, but if you it's know, done right, it's done right. I like, don't have a problem with it being done tastefully. Mm-hmm. And going back to uh, two episodes ago when Brian was talking about Lil Wayne doing <laughs> the Samsung commercial, like yeah. that shit is crazy to that me. Is super crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, like that that was never done tastefully. You, there were your intentions weren't to have uh, Lil Wayne read a script. You told him don't say shit. But to the point, those weren't their intentions. Their intentions were not to make him look dumb. Their intentions were to but translate. They made him look dumb. But their intentions were to translate him as the way they understand him. They understand him as a babbling idiot, and that's how they're going <laughs> to show him. Ah, right. And I'm not saying that he's a like a you know a fool. I'm just saying that's the way they digest him. So that's the way they're going to give it back. Right. Yeah. I think the problem too is that we're not controlling enough for the distribution of our own culture. Right. Mm, it's got to go through too many entities. That you said you made the best point. If I'm walking through the hood, who's going to be my God? Right. You know, so we got these people who are being introduced to this culture and being walked through it. Their guide is Lyra Cohen. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Like, who is this guy? Well, if you want to be, be honest know? about it, their guide is like Drake. If you really want to like, take it all the way This is very From Degrassi. Yeah. Yo, Drake is probably like the worst guide ever right now. But he's like the perfect guy. Because he's the guy that makes... Our culture go further than it ever would have. He he makes it safe. Yeah, he makes it comfortable and he makes it it makes it commercial. It, that's Drake mm. as a as a culture tour guide is a false reality. But it's but it's commercially viable, which is sad. Yeah, because we could be eating more off of our own, and we just not. If we know. decided that we didn't want to keep everything so niche, right? Like if we didn't want to like. You know, keep our culture in you know under wraps, then things would be different. Yeah. I mean, I felt I felt like Diddy found a way to maintain a nice degree of ownership over a lot of what he was doing. Mm-hmm. And, totally, agree and with he that. and yeah. he yeah. he still developed those partnerships that allowed him to get that exposure right. he needed. I feel a lot of, like a lot of other artists just didn't really get to do that. I mean, talk Jay, you talk Beyonce, like yeah. they're out Some there. Some people doing did it well. You know what's funny about that? We still talking short money though, right? We're talking about the biggest parts of our culture being like not that rich, mm. five hundred million at in the, the most, grand right? scheme of things. Yeah, they're not that rich. Mm. We're talking about like Phil Knight out here, like we, you know, what I'm saying like right. not like Diddy. multiple billions, hundreds of billions, but billion dollar valuated companies. Right. Yeah, we're still falling short. But I mean, honestly, I mean, of course, you can bring back these four hundred years, right? You talk about head starts, you talk about generational wealth, you talk about passing that down. I'm not saying we're supposed to be at billions, but we're going to get there, right? And when that happens... If we stop being selfish with our culture, I think we'll get there. If we if we decide that, hey, I'm going to... What do you mean selfish with our culture? Because every time some shit comes up and someone wants to, we'll say, exploit or take advantage or utilize our culture, we get upset. And we think it's corny at that point. And then it doesn't grow. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, because it's never done tastefully. It's, it can be done tastefully if we allow it to happen. We're gonna call it corny off the rip. We we want to call Kaepernick corny. A lot of people want not us in this room. We're smart, but a lot of people want to call him corny for that. They want to call Nike trash for doing that. Mm. But like at some points, you gotta let these big brands allow us to grow and, and be seen. Because we don't have like, like to Jesse's point, the distribution model doesn't allow us to do that, right? Right, now. but it, it's got to be a, the proper representation of us. Completely agreed, and that's I think that's where we're falling short. You know, I look at some of the things that are being shown on like BET. What's that? It's who? <laughs> <laughs> that's the that, that's the point that Jesse's making. It's a trash distribution model. Like it's it's just corny. Right. It, do, it doesn't work well. So how do we cue? How do we QA these things? 
people like us that are in the room, right? That understand brands well, that understand cool, that understand culture, like just need to be in those like spaces. Down to a depth of of understanding that like ah, right, you can walk in Brooklyn, you can get down Atlantic Avenue if you want to, but as soon as you go by Marcy Projects, you better understand what the fuck is really going on because it's a different story. There's a level to this that we don't often show, and you may think you know if you listen to Drake, if you queue up ASAP Rocky, if you queue up whatever it is, but we need those ambassadors to let you know that, look, there's another level that we play in here and to educate properly as to why these things are the right. way they are. It starts with another conversation we had in the podcast. It starts with us going in our offices and being ourselves. Mm. Banging that Henny bottle Yo. down mm. with the MCM starts. bag. It's so funny because right. mm. Thomas and I had a conversation this weekend and I'm totally not myself in the office right now. Yeah, look at mm. you now. Look I at know. you now. You getting paper. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but, but that's where it starts though. If you can't be your authentic self when you're in a position to push culture forward, culture doesn't move. Yeah. Mm. I mean, they, yeah. I'm, it's shit. trash. Yeah. And when you, but it, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a thin line, right? Cause when you're yourself and you don't vibe with everyone else in the office and more than likely they're going to get you the fuck up out of there. But here's the thing. I, 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 I agree that they will, but there's also the fact that you're a great guy, no matter what you got tats on the neck, you know, like, you come in here with your MCM back. If they had the chance to know you and know what you thought, that's not fair, Brian. You can't call him a great guy when he's not a great guy on the outside, right? But like, he, it's like putting on a shoe and saying it's comfortable, but you don't like, or looking at it and saying it's not comfortable. Without ever putting it on. That's their perception. They right? never get a chance. They've already they've already drawn a bias on you, right? Mm. So no matter how how much of a nice guy you are, they've already they they've already. Looked at you and made judgments. And let's be fair, we do the same thing. I don't want right. to just point it out like mm-hmm. like they only do it. Like we do the same thing. Mm-hmm. But until there's a dialogue and some communication right. on on where that appearance is, there's no understanding, right? And so right. that's the part that I'm. Uh, the next step is like dialogue can only happen when there's true diversity and inclusion. The diversity is bringing in people from all walks of life. Right. The inclusion is including them in uh, the projects that you're working on at work. When neither one of those things happen, that one token black guy in the office mm. never has a shot at, at the dialogue that we should all deserve. Right. When you are part of the minority, there is no opportunity for or the likelihood of you being heard is slim because you are, you know, a lesser percentage of the rest of the group. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yo, as a tour, as a cultural tour guide, <laughs> yeah. who would you rather have? Drake? Jay-Z or Donald Glover? Q-Tip. Q-Tip wasn't a fucking option. I don't care. Wait, because <laughs> Tom was like, yo, I'm from Queens. Anybody from Queens, like, we rolling with, with Tip. Pause. Um, hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great selection you offered. You said. Because I feel like Jay-Z is sort of right in the middle. And Donald and Drake are like extremes on exactly. two sides. That is why I'm going to ask for Jay-Z. I need to see some of that gutter that he may regret. You know, mm. some of the things that he's done because society sort of forced him into a corner. He may not be proud of, but he lived through it. I don't really know Donald's history. I know he's outspoken and very, like, he's he's really into his activism. He puts a lot of the messages into his He doesn't music. wear deodorant, Jesse. He's not walking me right through the hood. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But I feel like Jay needs to walk us through the hood, 100%. I feel like Jay can also be very conscious. 
You know, he's he's put out some he he can speak very intelligently about the same things that I think Donald talks about. He put out that great documentary on my man that got locked up. Oh yeah. You know, he tries in his own way to do those types of things. I, I will have to go with Jay. I mean, it's for me it's Jay's the easiest because he's the oldest and I think he's got the the most skin in the game. Right? You Donald and Drake are probably around the same age, right? Mm-hmm. Like early thirties. And they still kind of working through that. I would like to see Donald and Drake at forty five, where Jay is, you know, right. to see what what they would do. That's a good. Point. But I could pick Jay off it off the rip just because of what Let me he can offer. a question for you, Dylan. I wanted to say Jay Z because it's like the easy answer, but like it doesn't convert. So like if I'm trying to change minds, it would have to be Drake. Oh wow! I thought you were gonna say Donald. Nah, nah. <laughs> I'm gonna throw Donald out. Nah, I'm gonna throw Donald out. Jesus, yeah, it had to be Drake because people can understand him. Like noise, because when I come into a room in an office, a lot of times no one wants to hear me talk, right? When Jay Z walks in a room, like a lot of folks don't want to hear him talk. Let's just be honest about it. Like he's had yeah. failures. Drake doesn't have failures. Like it doesn't really happen except for Homegirl. Yeah, you know Adonis and all of that. But okay, I need someone that can. Um, that's relatable. That's a that's a great point because I mean, either way, you know that people still think Jay Z is a drug dealer, right? Right. On the other side, black people still think fucking Donald Glover's a weirdo. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> you know what Yo, I'm saying? Like, but that's the yeah. crazy Yo. part, Nick though. Is the perfect example of the duality that we all have to have every day. I would also say the same for Donald Glover. No, he's yeah, extreme. Yeah, come extreme. on. No, he he's ex- he his aesthetic is extreme. But I don't think he's extreme because if you look at sort of how he dialed in on um, Atlanta, he was able to sort of like he was able to tap into our culture, but also touch on things. um, He's essentially a tour guide. I'm going to go ahead and say hold on on that because he's got a team, right? Understand. I mean, don't get me wrong. Stone Mountain. A team of intelligent his brother, culture. Yeah. And and so team versus him, it doesn't doesn't matter. So. You don't think Drake or Jay have a team? No, I know they have a team, but I think his team contributed to his awakening and forefront into expressing this blackness that he has now. I agree, but I also believe that Donald Glover has been able to do great things with less resources. Yeah. Yo, I think all I think those three people are a little bit weird, right? Like, I think mm-hmm. if I had a perfect person, it'd be like Method Man, like take me, like be my cultural tour guide. Like, <laughs> it'd have to be like, no, seriously, Cow. I wouldn't want it to be someone that's like safe, right? And all three of those that you gave were like somewhat safe in different ways. But if you really want to be authentic about it, like let's really find someone authentic to be. Well, that what what meth we talking about? We talking about all I need. We talking Pass about how high. We talking about you know like. I, I'm just saying that I, I would want it to be someone that's completely themselves all yeah. the time and has not decided to say, hey, you know what, I'm gonna play both sides. Yeah. Because yeah. we've learned we've only been successful when we learned that we can't keep one foot in, one foot out. We got to get all the way out or stay all the way in. Mm-hmm. So someone like T.I.P. Nah, yeah. but I don't want him Snoop. to talk to me about all this pontification. Get <laughs> 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 the fuck out of here. <laughs> I mean, I would go with Donald though. Like I said, yeah. I, I would I would go with Donald just because as a cultural tour guide, he would give me a different perspective. It wouldn't be so smack in my face. Mm, we gotta man. smack some people though. Yeah. It's hard. We have to figure out a way to smack you. Yeah, but then I, we win. I, I feel like sometimes that approach is Dame Dashish. Yeah. Yeah. So you know? one thing I do, I, I I hate picking Drake because I don't think he he's an intro. He's a, a fucking preface to the to the culture, right? Drake himself 
how deep does he really get, right? I mean, don't get me wrong, Toronto, no shots. You know, like, no disrespect to TDOT, right? But when you get down to the level of Jay and even arguably the level that Donald Glover has seen, has Drake seen those levels coming from Degrassi? Coming from Memphis, hmm. Tennessee? Degrassi. I mean, I would say that's his pops, right? But, like, Drake himself? Houston, Texas? Nah, man. He has it. Drake is a fallacy, bro. He has it. I, I agree. It's, it's, it's one or the other, right? It's, yeah. either, you, it's either you're going to deal with the person that's, like, easy to talk to, or you're going to deal with the person that's completely not easy to talk to, that's more authentic. That's the choice. He's, he's a fallacy, man. You you you, you holler at Drake when you want to go to something like Disney World. You don't holler at Drake when you really want to explore your culture. No, you're right about that. I'll give you that. You know what I'm saying? Like when I when when our youth really needs to understand where we came from as a culture, you don't go to Drake. Yeah, he wouldn't be my soundtrack. Yeah, be you know what I'm saying? He'd be the intro, right? Yeah. Drake is Valentine's Day, man. Drake <laughs> is Drake is not who we want when we need to really understand how we got to where we are today. Let me ask you that same question. If there was an album you could choose to be a soundtrack, but if you could like give an intro to the culture to someone that was an album, like who would it be? Or what would the album be? AT Aliens. Mm. One of my favorites. Aquemini. Oh, Lord. Seriously. But it's still, a, I mean, that's the intro to the South. And, you know, there's. I think it, there's a lot more for me growing up in the North. And I can't call an album right now. I, I have to think about it. You got one, Thomas? Nah, I don't. Jesse yeah. does, though. I love AT Aliens, man. <laughs> yeah, Outcast, best of all time. Yeah, man, there's something about what they what what they've done as a group mm-hmm. that transcended between the south and the north that connects with me, right? Mm-hmm. They 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 merged uh two different worlds together. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. As artists as as the the tracks that were on that album that Man, I could play that shit all day. All day. All day. And it doesn't create this feeling of, like, at home? Yeah, man. Yeah. Like, because actually listening to AT Aliens, I heard it in New York. I wasn't in Atlanta when I heard that. Right. Mm. So um, it was just a a period for me of growth. Like, understanding that, look, this is hip-hop, and they don't look like how I I look. Or sound. Or sound. Mm-hmm. Motherfucking South got something to say. Got that. Wow. You know what I'm saying? But there, yeah, because I, at the end of the day, man, I didn't come from the slums of Rochester. You know what I'm saying? Right. So selling drugs and experiencing some of the things that maybe. Thomas, you might have experienced growing up in South Jamaica, Queens. Yo, hold on, watch your Don't mouth. do that, yo. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I, I think that it was a it was a perfect world because um, although I didn't grow up right in front of it, I knew what it was. You know, mm-hmm. I was educated enough, and I I I, I did see it, but I saw it from afar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Miss Hole did that, so hopefully you don't have to go through. That. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's crazy. You said AT Aliens, man. Yeah, I know that Jesse that, going back. Yeah, <laughs> just about to that listen to the album the tonight. On the way. Yeah, yeah. you wow. know what I do like about this whole situation about the Kaepernick, the Nike, um, the motherfucking memes. When we grab oh, onto something, our youth God. and our <laughs> culture and the internet knows how to take light mm. and make light yeah. out of something, no matter how serious it is, right? And we know it's jovial and all that shit, but the power and the and the quickness at which we can turn something out. To make you laugh, 
<laughs> Yo, I swear I was having a really tough day today. Yo, <laughs> and then Mayweather meme hit you. Mayweather meme. Yo, <laughs> my coworker was like, "Chad, you're chipper today." <laughs> that meme alone made me smile, and I had that picture on my head for the rest of the day. Fifty is an idiot, yo. Yeah. Yo, I wonder if that was intentional. What for that meme or for Nike? For Nike to put out that all to works. set it up that way. Yeah, just like Drake did with Hotline Bling. Yeah, he made a bunch of memes. Like I wonder right. if that was intentional. I, I I don't I don't think so. I think mm-hmm. I think it was simple enough to duplicate. Right, and that's the part that that made it also memeable. Right, that it was so easy to digest mm-hmm. that you can take any picture and flip it. I seen Kobe ones, I seen the Nelly ones, I seen the Donnell There's Rawlings. A Nelly one? Okay, give me two per. Like <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Undefeated. But like these yeah, are gonna keep coming out oh, for the next man. week or so. That's right? classic. Oh that's classic. Um that's the added value for this little money they spent. They get all this little added value yeah, for these man. They Yo. probably spent tops five thousand dollars on that whole shout campaign. out to um Wyden and Kennedy. They did that. They did that? Yep. Oh, did they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Wyden yeah. and Kennedy did it. So shout out to them, man. Set that person up. Whoever came up with that idea right there. Yeah. Better call it Breakfast Club and tell them what you know to do. <laughs> <laughs> I need yeah. to understand who I might go look for that C D. Yeah. To nah. say thank you. That's a right. that's a major one. He meant creative director for all the other night in the industry. Chad is acting like you know, we all know. <laughs> right. I had to take a second. Like, who? That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, you but know, the don't. funny thing, too, man, is that I haven't seen any of the other sort of components of the campaign. I mean, LeBron is a part right. of it. Serena. Yeah. This yeah. Kaepernick piece has just dominated the whole campaign. But I think that's by design, it's right? Flighted. It's flighted, I'm sure. I need to see more. I don't want it to just be a digital print ad. I need to... I need to see some additional dollars put behind it. I need to see of Kaepernick get a shoe. Good luck. I heard that's what's happening. I mean, the NFL season starts tonight, right? Like, it's perfectly time, and I think that they may have held off because of how well this did. Exactly. Right? Good luck. This meme is bubbling. Why am I spending money? Why am I going to spend ad dollars on <laughs> shit right. that doesn't need to be spent? You know? Bubbling. Right. Nah, man, I would love to see them. If they're able to monetize... um the social aspect of this for it for him i think that would be dope man if they're able to buy ample ad spots on the next 30 games in nfl and say y'all shouldn't watch this shit no more yo then i'll be excited Mm. yo that would be they got the money spend it back at least do a super bowl yeah because they already signed the contract they got they got nfl for 10 more years money because the nfl is not as expensive as it used to be it's not as much the man they losing money yeah are we all boycotting I'm You're done. not watching NFL no more? I'm done. Oh, man. And I've been, yo, I've been a fan for since I can remember. I'm ashamed of myself. I'm in two fantasy leagues. I Damn. Have, but that's what stopped me. NFL no more? Nah, bro. You know, I'm ashamed of you nah. too, Jesse. I'm, I'm going to lie. I've never been a fan. I've never been into, like, men and tights jumping on each other's behinds. Hey. So I've never, really, <laughs> no. never been a football fan. Come on, son. I'm not hey. a football fan. I, I've, always, I've told you, I think football is a, a sport for, you know, I don't know. But you lesser to you, you cool being posted up though. Posted up where? At the three point line. <laughs> <laughs> what's the difference? Um, what's yeah. the difference between the NBA and the NFL? No, the, the the come on, son. You just <laughs> said you never was cool with someone jumping on your behind. I'm I'm making a joke, but oh, what I really mean is I'm not good with I'm not good with. I never been good with. You football. wasn't rocking with. I stopped rocking with when I know I can get hurt. Yeah, <laughs> you I mean, know what I mean. It's, it's not good for us, for anybody. Mm. 
Now, once you understand behind the scenes and what's going on and how, you know, early they're ushering these kids in. Playing blood sport. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's, yeah man. It's a gladiator sport. Literally. That's all it is. When I see, I think the last time I watched it when I see, I think it was um, Lawrence Taylor. Or was it a uh, bird? That was the, the quarterback dude, right? That his neck snapped back and became like Superman or something like that? Oh, that I name? don't know. Dennis Bird? Uh, I can't remember what. Oh, from the Steelers? Oh, it's years ago. But when I saw him like almost break his neck in the middle of a game, I stopped watching him after that. I was a kid. Oh, 12 man. years old. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Superman. Yeah, man. I can't. I, I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm personally not watching the NFL. I mean, I would say for probably the last five years, I've watched it, but as background noise mm. on Sunday. Mm. I never fully paid attention to the to the game. I've always watched it as background noise while I did some other shit. I'm not even going to lie. I don't care if Philly make it to the Super Bowl again. I don't care if Kaepernick is playing. It's quiet. I'm not watching the shit ever again. Mm. Wait, you're not going to watch it if Kaepernick play? Gotta no, they it. still did him foul. No. I'm not watching it. It's quiet. That thing doesn't even exist to me anymore. I catch the headlines, but I mean it's it's beyond that, right? It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's deeper than that. I think at the, I think we're not gonna be able to fully get away from it. Like we all go to a, a bar, like we're not gonna be able to run from it. I mean, yeah, I, I agree with you. It's part of our culture, right? It's, I'm not paying for. It. I'm not. I'm not giving you that impression. Like I'm not right. doing that. Mm. That's interesting. That we we sit here and we say that. Uh, um, we're we're not gonna watch the sport anymore, and we all got friends that are watching the sport, like going to the football stadium. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna tell us. That's like saying they listen to R. Kelly. They're not gonna tell us. They probably stepping in the name of love right now, but they're not gonna tell <laughs> Piss us. On you. <laughs> Piss on you. <laughs> I definitely uh, stepped in the name of love this past weekend. At a what? Yo, yeah, shout out to my homie Rocky that hit me up to my gonna listen to R. Kelly today. Sound crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a rap for twelve play. Been a rap. Chocolate Factory. Yo, next topic. Stop it, yo. <laughs> Stop it, yo. <laughs> Stop it, Jess, yo. you from Chicago. You Chocolate listening to Factory. it? I don't rock him no more. Yeah. I don't rock him no nah. more. It hurts, man. He That's made some right. great music. I catch myself. Like, he when it comes up music. on Shuffle, I got to delete it. Like, I got to remove it because there's so many songs. There's so much catalog. <laughs> oh, man. I gotta, I gotta delete it. Camels, he got, he got so many. Hits. We on our camels, we in our throwbacks. <laughs> so many hits. The Pied Piper, yo, get him the yo, fuck. You know what I think? Out of here. We like, we got room keys for what? Yeah, <laughs> for, for what? You where? fucking dirt bag, yo. Yeah. We got room for keys. what? Where? Girl, come to my hotel. Girl, literally, like, yeah, girl. yo. There's an R. Kelly. Kaepernick meme out there too, son. Nah, it's man. gotta be. Oh no, <laughs> there is. I seen a Kobe one, but that was respectful. You know, of course they gonna you know do Kobe right. Yeah, I don't know, but we got we got a couple of minutes, man. Listen, what else is popping in these streets? Anything else? All right, we canceling NFL. Yes, canceled, done. Like Dino, I'm off to buy these Yeezys though. <laughs> yo, buy these September fifteenth. Oh, so you you a Trump these, supporter now? These easy wave. You a Trump supporter now? Hundreds come out. Yo, he apologized. He said, "I'm Shut sorry." Shut the fuck up. Yeezy. He got an album coming out, my nigga. Like, <laughs> yo, he trying Yeezy to sell apologized. them big ass slippers. That's what he's trying to do. Yo, yo he, slippers are ridiculous. Yeah, they slippers wild. is culture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> House, yo, would you would you have Kanye as a, as a culture tour guy? Yes. Yeah. You would? Absolutely. He's in the sunken place. He could get out. 
Fam. First of all, they're gonna listen. Second of all, he know what he's talking about. Mm. He gonna talk too much. Actually. Yo, there's no way Kanye is gonna be my culture. Right to house for the mild sauce. And that's sad. <laughs> that's sad because there's a lot of people that will say that. It's sad he's gotten to that point. Yeah, son. Where people are where, like, no. Where the fuck are we gonna tour? What Calabasas. Him, Who man? else gonna take me from like, from like uh, Chicago straight to Calabasas? Like that's kind of fire. But you know, our culture resides in Calabasas now. There's parts of it where we, you know, we've influenced that. So he can help That's us understand. We've influenced or they've look appropriated. How, look how, right. Kim, Kardashian, over look how <laughs> Kim Kardashian dresses. That's all Kanye's influence. And That's they're wild. all wearing that and dressing like that now. They're all that wasn't asses. a part of their life. You know, and he can help us understand how our culture influences these people before they get to the point where they try to make it their own. That's his goal at the end of the day. If you really want to like be honest about Sometimes it, you, you, you think he's using Kim at the end of the day? He said it. He said, y'all want everyone to know, I want daughter to know that a woman with a big ass can be beautiful. That sounds wild. I don't, I don't think we needed him to tell us that. <laughs> no, he, we, we, <laughs> we, we all live we in did, Atlanta. We didn't need him to tell us that. Her ass is not even real. Right. right. But that, that's one of his goals. That's why they put her on um, when she was naked on that magazine or whatever. Whatever. What magazine was she not naked on? But the point was to showcase right. see that, that mean, can be beautiful. Because, you know, Vogue ain't, really have, Vogue ain't having that. Right. Not the big ass. Right. But, you know, he could have took somebody else to be his yeah, muse. Man. He got the fake booty. It's kind of yeah. counterproductive. Yeah, it would have been great if he had something he's natural. The best to execute, even though I'm a big fan of hers. But Brian Miles you are? Had, I do like I like her. I can't stand it. I like her. Nah, I when, I, when I started you know, you seeing... You see your face, right? They got the wild creep face. <laughs> yeah, Jess became a creep. Yo, you know what I that creep face lie. was? Like, <laughs> yo. I just started imagining people being like, yo, who is this fucking Jesse guy? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like Kim Kardashian. <laughs> yo, Jess, this might be your last time like on the it. podcast. Like they it, might man, be getting you out of here. Don't worry, I'll leave his socials in the comments. Yeah. <laughs> Jess ain't got no socials, actually. <laughs> he on the low. Actually, Jess does have social, but he don't, he don't follow... He got like this alias follow. Yeah, he'd be like, "Yo, nice picture, chat." He'd be like, "Yo, do we follow each other?" <laughs> well, you, know, that's how they, you know, that's how some women do too. They be acting like they're not on social media, but they just stalking. Yeah, everybody right. got something. Everybody got an account. Yeah, everybody got somebody got something. I'm like, wait, I don't recall seeing any pictures of Jess online, yo, at all. This is the most. But he's seen you, yo. He's ghost. <laughs> Yo, you really are ghost. Yo, Jess, you ghost out here. I've been called that way too much in the last three months. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> By who? <laughs> I mean, you know, I'll be the guy to just leave, not call, not show up. Yo. And then you just know, everybody be like, yo, you just ghosted me. Like, <laughs> chill out. Yo, Jess, you are a ghost. The only reason Jess is here today is because we saw him walking down the street. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we had to snatch him yeah. up before we didn't see him again. Jess nah. is like, fuck, these motherfuckers found me. Found me man. <laughs> He's like, all right, I'm going to get in, yo. Spontaneous. I love him. I love him. Before we know, we was putting down gin and soda. Yeah. I hear that. It's fantastic. Yo, B, how you feel about these... Um... These are things to leave for the for the for the listeners. What do we call it? Every challenges, week? Yeah. challenges. Yeah, explain the rules, B. So every episode, we leave the listeners with a challenge. Um, we go around the table and you know leave a statement. Work on it for the week. Work on it for the month, the year, or your motherfucking lifetime. But we leave one challenge for you to remember. Guests go last, so I'll start first. Um, 
Yo, don't be burning these motherfucking sneakers on your motherfucking feet. <laughs> okay? That's if you're going to burn them, <laughs> put them in a fucking oven oh or something like that. God. <laughs> oh, my God. Yo, Chaz, you got to go. Nah, man. Go in order, man. Stop this shit. Nah, but you be using this time to think. Nah, really to why? Because you know I'll be dropping Both of these bars. be doing this. Jesse, they do this every Yo, episode. <laughs> you be waiting for Thomas to say some fly shit, then he be like, I'm handsome. Good night. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Say your challenge, man. Look at you. Salty. I am. Because really he thinking. Like he's that. staring at me thinking of his challenge. I really don't have a challenge, so you can skip me. Yo, my challenge for y'all, man, is to uh, figure out something to exploit. <laughs> Yo. Wow. <laughs> I like that. I like, I like, I like that. that. We should just end it on that. Word. <laughs> just try to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> that's my challenge to y'all, man, is figure out something to exploit. Because that's the only way this shit going to work these days. And I, I probably said it before myself. My challenge is to be authentic. Just be you. Mm-hmm. As, as much as you can It's not 100% possible We're gonna keep it real with yeah, you Yeah man Exploit yourself yo. I like that man I'm gonna piggyback off of that And say be authentic But also Develop some thicker skin Cause sometimes mm. man You know mm. Some of this racial shit Hit us And, and it just ruins our day yeah. And it takes over our lives and our conversation. Sometimes we got to keep our head down, ignore it, and keep focusing on the pocket and the paper and the bread and the bag. Well, we gonna be I honest, like that. Just let me piggyback on that. My challenge is going to be a little bit different. Stop acting like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, word. 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 Is that it? We wrapping it Yo, up? Oh, this was episode 19. Jesse, thank you for coming to the show, man. Appreciate it. Enjoyed it. Thanks for inviting me, You know, me, next man. time you fall through, you're not a guest a no more. Thing. Just come through the door. Open the fridge, grab you some henny. You already know. Gang Make sure man. you drink henny at the happy hour too, man. That's yeah, a new thing. Just, you know. I like that. You have to drink henny at the happy hour. Okay. And I challenge for I want to add it. This is a bonus challenge. If y'all at a happy hour and there's Hennessy, I want you to ask your <laughs> colleagues, have you ever tried Hennessy before? <laughs> no, what does it taste like? And <laughs> please share with me. How that conversation goes. After I square, after I square, y'all, holla. Peace.